Hello, Mike. How are we doing, Beth? Okay. Hey, I'm really excited to do this interview today. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. It kind of all came together real, really, really quickly. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself here first? All right. Uh, my name is uh, Mike. I do a uh, two different podcasts here on Anchor. Uh, you can, uh, you guys can actually uh, follow the two podcasts either on Spotify or Apple. Uh, so Seattle Sports Diaries is my main podcast, and now I do a movie commentary podcast known as BS Commentaries. Oh, great! So you got you got two of them. I just have this one here uh, that I started uh, way back in uh, February of, of last year. And I talk about songs and art and photos and, and a little bit of life. I mean, I, I kind of all over the place, too. I, I do talk a little sports, too, because I love sports. And uh, then I talk a little insurance because that's also my background. <laughs> 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 and a little bit of everything, you know, just all these people that I've been meeting along the way. So, um, you know, here, here's, here's how I met Mike. Um, I'm watching the uh, post for the Here and Now Tour, Kenny Chesney's uh, Here and Now Tour. And I saw Mike was up front at the Seattle, Seattle show this, this past Saturday. And so um, I just dropped him a little thing on his, on his um, uh, post and said, hey, I was up front at the Nashville show, up front and center at the Nashville show. And it was this amazing experience. And then I saw Mike had posted this, this video uh, later about how Kenny's music has really changed his life and saved his life. And so I thought I'd give Mike a chance to kind of talk a little bit about, about Kenny's music and the influence it's had in his, in his life and, and just talk a little bit about that. And we could talk some sports here too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that sounds good, but I, I'm not going to lie. So this past Saturday was perhaps the, I think it's the, it was the greatest concert I've ever been to. Um, I had so much fun. I, I, I don't think I could have asked for, uh, more fun in my life. And, uh, you know, the fact that I was with over, I think 50 or 60,000 other people of the no shoes nation. And we actually got to have, uh, that much fun just watching and listening to, you know, not just Kenny Chesney, but, uh, the other artists who were a part of that concert. Um, right. it was, it was absolutely uh, almost life-changing basically <laughs> yeah that's kind of how I felt about the Nashville show I, I was so disappointed because I was supposed to have a, a, a all-access pass uh, that he was supposed to send to me which didn't arrive so I was like very disappointed thinking I'm not going to be able to go to the show so I thought well I'll just go to the pre-party show that they had down here at one of the hotels uh, where the Whelan brothers were playing and, you know, no shoes radio show. And at least that would be some experience to be part of this, be part of this adventure uh, here in Nashville. Cause I really, really wanted to go to the show. I was asked what tickets I wanted the show, you know, tickets to, and I wanted Nashville and Columbus, Ohio, my hometown. And uh, so I'm down there at the hotel and um, I was trying to win, trying to win tickets because I didn't have tickets and I didn't get win anything, but I met this uh, this guy whose uh, son, son, now future son-in-law, because he just got engaged to this guy's daughter, um, is a songwriter. And we started talking, and I got interviewed on No Shoes Radio, and um, talked to Kizzy and everything, got a picture with her. And and um, this guy said that there's this woman walking around with a with a, Kenny, a, a red Kenny Chesney 2020 uh, T-shirt on, who has an extra sandbar ticket. Why don't you see if you can find her? And um, we looked around all evening and couldn't find her. 
And we're getting ready to leave the event. And two people in front of me is the lady with the red shirt. And so I went up to her and I say, I've been trying to get the tickets because my, my ticket did not come. And I said, do you still have the ticket? She says, yes, I do. She says, it's yours. And it just all came together. I didn't realize till the next day that I, when she called, when she contacted me and said, we're here already in line at nine o'clock in the morning, it was VIP sandbar. (laughs) (laughs) And so I keep, we walk in, you know, I'm like sixth, sixth to eighth person in line. I end up smack dab front and center made two people's lives come true because there's another person that's involved with the tour who, 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 um, it was like their dream to have me at the show. And I've been trying to get to this, you know, get to one of these shows up here. I have been in Sandbar before in Albany, New York on the uh, Songs of the Saint tour, but I was so excited <laughs> and it was the most amazing experience. I mean, I love Carly Pierce. Old Dominion puts on a fantastic show. Dan and Shay really brought it. I mean, everybody was telling me they were really worried about Dan and Shay and all the ballots and everything, and they brought it. They put on a great show, and then Kenny was just amazing. You know, it was it was the time of my life <laughs> that night. I mean, you know, we can we can both say that 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 those two concerts were the best things that you know, uh, not only of for our twenty twenty two, but you know one of the highlights of our lives and you know with this concert uh earlier this past year i bought ticket i bought the sandbar vip ticket like right after i got done with my holiday shift uh as an amazon driver so i earned over six thousand dollars and uh just basically working six days a week for a whole month but wow Uh um yeah I, i decided to just put down that much money on the sandbar tickets and uh, they were the vip as well and i actually just got the vip gear uh just last night which was really cool oh Um, i know i saw you posted that that was amazing yeah and then uh come to find out also uh, during this concert i had uh i bought uh the mint green no shoes nation t-shirt and come to find out when i bought it there were a couple holes in it and i didn't find out until the end of the night so it was impossible to go back there and actually get another one so i emailed the no shoes nation and uh-huh. I guess they they didn't respond, but right. they sent me not just the replacement T-shirt, but they also sent me, uh, you know, the the entire 2022 tour uh, T-shirts as well. Oh, including that's great. The, it really is. And I, because I wasn't expecting it. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Um, well, Kenny, you know, Kenny is very generous and he tells his people to be very generous, too. I mean, that's just that's just his nature. Oh, yeah. So. And then uh, but, uh, you know. Uh, from the video that I posted though on Instagram, you know, um, you know, back in back in 2018, if you were to have told me that you know four years from now you will you would be you know completely mentally healthy, I would have honestly said you were crazy because 2018 I was absolutely in the possibly worst depression of my life, uh-huh. um, and you know nothing really nothing really seemed to make it better nothing really seemed to make it worse but it was just it was such a horrible depression where i couldn't get out of it and you know at the time in 2018 i'm living down in arizona with my mom and her boyfriend and there was a time where i wasn't working so and my mom and her boyfriend worked up in alaska on the slow or on the on the oil fields and so there was there were uh four or two weeks out of an entire month where i was all by myself at that house 
Oh, wow. Um, nothing to do. And I think during that time, you know, it was, you know, I'm not going to lie. You know, I have a better relationship with my mom and her boyfriend right now, but it was a bad, bad time for me because it was, you know, when they were home, it was, I, there was a, you know, fighting and arguing going on. And when they, when they weren't home, you know, it was just me all by myself. And it, there were even times where I contemplated suicide because oh, wow. of how, because of how bad it was, you know, I could not get out of this depression and, you know, at, at the time, I want to say I had about four of Kenny's songs on my iPhone. Uh -huh. I want to say I had about four of them. And finally, one day I decided to just look on my iPhone, look for new artists. And all of a sudden I went down and I saw Kenny Chesney was highlighted. And so uh -huh. I just decided, OK, you know what? The hell with it. I'm going to take a listen to a lot more songs. And I started to listen to not one, not two, not three, but over 20, over 30 of his songs. Uh -huh. And I added, let me, let me go ahead and check my phone because I have them all right here. Uh -huh. But yes. um, <laughs> it, so the total amount of songs of Kenny's work that I have on my phone, um, if <laughs> I can find it, please. Uh -huh. But I want to say I have about 30 of his song uh, 30 of his songs on my phone and you know one in particular there there's a couple in particular that i wanted him to do on this during this uh this concert and one of them was get along i love that song that it's in my opinion one of his best songs out there because it's you know it's not a song of saying you know it's not just a song it's an actual message that he's trying to broadcast to the world you know it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter what political differences you have we all just need to get along because it, it makes life worth living for if we all get along yes and, uh -huh. you know i was so happy that he sang that song because <laughs> yeah, it, well... was, it, it was it uh, was because i mean you know normally when i'm out on my route with amazon i'm singing kenny chesney songs but now that the fact that i got to sing kenny chesney with between 50 and 60,000 other people had felt I, I, it gave me so many goosebumps. But, oh, yes. Uh huh. But, uh, you know, during 2000, you know, 2019, I actually moved back to the state of Washington because I originally lived in Washington. But in 2019, I actually saw a music video on Kenny's uh, a YouTube channel and it was no shoes, no shirt, no problem. And oh, that's a great one. Uh huh. That is a great one. Uh, he sang yes. that one at the concert as well. And uh, I never had it on my phone. I never had it on my phone until uh, a couple days ago. I had to put it on my phone. Um, but I remember the message that he was saying is that no shoes nation or no shoes, no shirt, no problem is not just a song, but it's a way of life. It's his way of life to when he's not touring, he's out there just living the best life that he can possibly live. And when I heard that, you know, I was still in a bad spot in the depression, but I was just thinking in my head, you know what? This is exactly the type of person that I need to live by. This is this is exactly what I need. The 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 term that I need to live by is no shirt, no shoes, no problem. Just go about living life to the fullest. And, you know, 2020 was a bad year as well, because, again, uh, the, the pandemic hit and everybody was just it. it it did not help people who were in a depression at that time, but no, I don't think it helped anybody at all. I know. No, uh, 
Um, <laughs> but I will, but I will body. go ahead and say this. Uh, so I, I've, you know, I'm not an overly religious person, but I want to say that God came and just absolutely blessed me with someone so special in that life. And it was actually the, uh, we're not, we're not technically dating at this point, but, uh, my girl, Heather, she came into my life and we've known each other for two years. Um, and you know, I've gotten to know her so well, and we, we can honestly say that we are best friends and, uh huh. And then, of course, later that year, I found out that Kenny was going to come and play uh, at Lumen Field in 2001 when they finally said, oh, well, they're going to get back to normal. Then right. in 2001, I was about to buy the tickets and they're like, nope, they're going to reschedule it. And yeah. I was just like, are you kidding me? I <laughs> was trying to buy these tickets. And so yeah. finally, this past year on January, I bought the ticket, uh, spent almost $500 on it, and it was worth every single cent because... Again, I have to thank Kenny Chesney so much because of what he's done for me, because, you know, you know, I, I have a lot of I have a lot of people to thank for me still being here. But Kenny Chesney is one of them because the the message that he portrays in his music, the way he portrays his message to the world, it's something that it, it's something that gets so, kind of like gets drilled into your head. And it's just that is how that man saved my life. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear that. I'm, I'm sure Kenny uh, will appreciate hearing this because I'm going to make sure he hears this. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. I, uh, you know, um, he, although he I is... will say, although I will say this, uh, the, the bus ride home from the concert though, uh-huh. uh, we, uh, there was a guy who was talking about Kenny because he works at a restaurant that he was, that uh, Kenny came at before the concert and he says that Kenny ordered a butterfly, a steak butterfly style. Well done. Uh-huh. And everybody's freaking out. And I'm just like, really butterfly. Well done. Well, Hey, different strokes, different people. It's his way of life. Yeah. <laughs> but well, people, you know, I, there Kenny, were so Kenny many has his preferences. I mean, he's kind of, yeah, he's but kind I of mean, a chicken guy. I know that he, I know that he is extremely fond of horseradish potatoes of all things. Now, see, I would have never have guessed that. But again, people were like kind of judging Kenny on that. And someone even said, how can you be from Tennessee and enjoy a steak well done? And I'm just like, <laughs> different strokes, different people. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what it's, it, you know, it's, it's what he likes, you know, it's what he likes. And, and, uh, and... just put some, just put some a one steak sauce on it and it tastes <laughs> even better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, personally, I'm kind of, I'm kind of more, I prefer kind of medium, uh, I don't want it raw or anything, but you know, I, I'm kind of medium rare for me. Medi yeah. Yeah. But, oh, that's, that's, that's really cool. Um, but, uh, you know, another thing about the, uh, this concert that I also want to say is that, you know, my girl Heather, she was there uh -huh. and I got to see her during, and you know, I, I missed half of the old dominion, uh, part of the concert. I'm not that disappointed about it because I got to see her and kind of help her out because she's, you know, she's going through a little bit of depression herself. And, you know, that, that there's, there's always a sign that, you know, God, I believe actually gives to you. And she was one of those people that helped me out of the depression. And so now it's my turn to do the same for her. And, oh, I, and I'm, and I always, and I always tell her, you know, Hey, I'm always in your corner. I'm always going to be in your corner. Uh -huh. And uh, I want to give a shout out to Heather because she is, again, the most important person in my life right now, besides my family. 
and i love her absolutely uncontrollably and i love i love her daughter hazel she is the cutest little thing in the world and both of them both of them are one in the same because both of them are two pistols. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. That's good. You know, I, I think people I think I think women named Heather tend to be that my younger sister's name is Heather. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, that is great. That is great. You know, that that you got to do that. And and uh, I, it's just so it, I, I tell Kenny every time I talk to him, just how much this tour is meaning to people, especially coming off of the pandemic and having been um, isolated for so long, you know, and his music always has such great hope and, um, you know, there's so much positivity to it. Um, There really is. And, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of song it is, whether it's a, you know, kind of like a sad relationship type of story, to those songs you know you always feel those good vibes only we, we have a saying here in seattle because we have a guy named e, e. eugenio suarez on the seattle mariners and he has uh-huh. this saying and it's and it's good vibes only and uh-huh. honestly i want to say before you know kind of like before eugenio suarez came into this town i already knew what good vibes only meant and it was from kenny chesney because it doesn't matter what kind of song gets played it's good vibes only and, and, and again, that's that's one of the most amazing things about Kenny that I love, that I appreciate about his music and his work is that uh, it doesn't matter what kind of song that gets played by him or recorded by him. It's you can feel the good vibes coming off it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And and a lot of the songs that he puts on each album, I mean, there's a lot of uh, his personal life into it. Not every song is reflecting what's going on in his personal life at the time, but it's so much of who he is that he puts into the music and um, he has a knack for picking songs. I mean, you just look at the last album. I mean, look at the songs that are on there. I've analyzed a lot of them. You know, I, I just, he played one of his new uh, songs at the concert, uh, everyone she knows. And Oh my God, when I heard that song, when I listen, when I, when I listened to it fully, I'm just like, Oh my God, what, pardon my, please excuse my language, but uh-huh. what a fucking song. I mean, I mean, it it's, was an absolutely, it, it touches you, like what Kenny does with his music. It, he not only gives you those good vibes only feeling, he touches your heart in just a way that you don't think can be touched by a song. And it truly yeah. does. He truly does. Cause I know that there are several that, uh, that, uh, the first time I heard him, I just would, the tears would just roll down my eye. I mean, just roll down my face, you know, from hearing the song. And again, you know, yeah. again, I want to go back to 2018 when, you know, I was in a really deep, deep depression and, uh, let me pull up the song. I need to make sure I pull up the right song, uh-huh. but there was, there was one song that he did. Uh, where is it? It is, uh, trip around the sun uh-huh. and perhaps uh one of one of, i think i i want to say it's a very underrated album cosmic hallelujah but it was just like you know that was a that was a big definition of good vibes only right there is he's talking about you know hey the world's gonna come to an end one of these days but inst- but before that ever happens live life to the fullest let's take another trip around the sun every single year let's just live life to the fullest and right, right there it th- there was 
I, I want to say there was one day where I was able to, where I was actually walking. I want to say I walked about 10 miles. Uh-huh. I walked about 10 miles because I was walking in an opposite direction of my mom's house and I was just walking and I, and I, the, the thought in my head was I'm going to walk and I'm not going to come back oh, because I, because I was, it, it the, the depression was so horrible that, you know, I didn't care if nobody knew where I was. I didn't care if, you know, I lived or died at that moment, but it's just what Kenny's music did for me is it made me realize that, you know, Hey, life is very, very precious. And we do need to live life to the fullest. We do need to live every day. Like it's our last. And that's exactly what I've been doing ever since 2018. Thanks to his music. Well, that's, that's, that's good. I'm I'm sure Kenny will appreciate you know, just how much that he has touched you. I know that, uh, you know, there have been days that I have been, um, you know, really down because, you know, I, I've gone through a tough, a tough last couple of years. And um, I know that the song Better Boat to me, whenever I would get really upset, I would just go out and I would have my camera with me, you know, because I'm a photographer. And I would just go out and walk and walk. And that song would go through my head. That was like my mantra song for a while when things were really, really tough, you know, and I would take my camera out because I'm a nature photographer and I would, you know, photograph, uh, you know, the leaves, the flowers and everything, the bees, and that song would go through my head. And that song kind of really, really was one that got me through a lot of hard times was, was, uh, was the song better boat. That is a great song, by the way. It's a fantastic song. And I actually met Kenny, um, uh, shortly after he had recorded shortly after Irma and it was kind of an accidental meeting and I actually wasn't very nice to him at first you know I gotta tell you that (laughs) (laughs) he had he had earned my he had to earn my friendship (laughs) um and 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 my photography got recommended to him that's how that's how he reached out and um he had just he was he had told me the night that Mindy Smith uh, was uh, had recorded the song with him. And he said, there's a song that's going to be coming out on the new album that you're just really going to love. And when I heard that the songs for the Saints album, when it came out, that was the song that I knew that he was talking about. And that song really has gotten me through so much. My, my former next door neighbor in Upper Arlington, Ohio, told me how much that song meant to him personally. And um, I actually had tickets for the Columbus show for the Trip Around the Sun tour, and I wasn't able to go because uh, there, there was something that happened that, that day. So I gave it to my next door neighbor, and my next door neighbor came back, and he, he had never listened, really listened to Kenny before I gave him the tickets for the show. And he said, wow. He said, this guy is amazing. And this, <laughs> and my next door neighbor was really good friends with like Dwight Yoakum and those Rascal Flats and everybody. And he said, he said, wow. And he told, and then I had given him the CD that came with the tickets and he came back. He said, he said, I love the song better boat. He said that that song just is, is so perfect. And uh, he said, cause he had been going through this really horrible divorce and had this really awful ex-wife who was driving him crazy. He said, that song really, really touches me. And I think that it touches a lot of people and, and, and the people that I've met over the last nearly five years since I've known Kenny, um, have told me so much about how his music affects them and um, what it means to them. And, and, and so I love being able to share these stories uh, because I know personally it's touched my life a lot and in ways I never expected. Um, 
and uh, to hear the other stories too, and like your story, uh, it's, it's it's absolutely incredible, you know, to to hear this and to hear how he's lifted people up, you know, people that have been depressed or people that have felt sad or isolated, or how you know, like during during the pandemic, you know, the 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 Here and Now album, there were so many songs on the Here and Now album, like Happy Does, uh, that make people very happy, that that lift people up and make them you know, forget about their troubles. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely. And, uh, you know, another good thing, uh, really something else that I, you know, live through Kenny is you gotta, you know, when a chance comes to just send those good vibes somewhere to someone else, you got to take it. And during the concert, there was a woman who came up to me and she really wanted to be up front when, uh, I think for the last, uh, I think 40 minutes of the show because she was trying to get really good f- shots of Kenny. Uh-huh. And I just said, you know what? You can take my spot. I'll just go right behind you. And, right. you know, y- you know, I've learned over the past couple of years, you know, pay it forward any chance you can get. It doesn't matter if it's just a, a real great, generous, uh, good deed like that. Or if it's, you know, making someone's day just by t- making them smile, you know, definitely uh-huh. pay it forward whenever you get the chance to and you know she actually gave me my gave me her uh her american uh flag cowboy hat which actually fits me uh-huh. <laughs> and again you know it was just i don't know i mean this this concert really is definitely was definitely a life changer because you know i hope he comes back to seattle because um if there's one if there's one a uh, person that I would have wanted to take to that concert. It would have been Heather because uh-huh. I would have wanted me and her to just absolutely have that best time ever, because right. I know that she would have loved to have been right there at the sandbar with me. And, oh, sure. uh-huh. and again, I just, I really hope that this was not Kenny's last time coming to Seattle because if, if it was, I'm happy that I got to be right there up uh-huh. front to watch it. Yeah. But if it's not, then he will definitely see me there at the sandbar with my girl, Heather. Uh-huh. Well, I hope, I hope that he, uh, and I'm sure that he's already plotting the next tour in his head. So. <laughs> that's and, just, and, and that's I think just he just, I think he just loves, he loves a lot. Of, he loves going to a lot of cities, but I know that Seattle does have a special place in his heart yeah, because of how really, I mean, you, you, you got to think about this. I mean, he goes to, to like Gillette stadium and I think there's over, um, a hundred thousand fans that actually go there, right. but you go to Lumen Field or Century Link Field, as it once was known, and you forget the twelfth man is there, and fifty, sixty thousand people can make it sound like over five hundred thousand people. That's what he said. That's what I saw at the post. You know, he was saying that you know it's just absolutely amazing. And I know, like my hometown, Columbus, Ohio, uh, is one that he does not want. He he made sure that he added. Uh, to the tour because uh, he loves he loves he loves Columbus. He really was uh, disappointed that he couldn't play the uh, Buckeye Fest again because he loves Ohio Stadium, um, or or the you know the horseshoe. If you ever follow Ohio State. <laughs> now here's now here's a funny yeah. thing: a Texas volunteer fan uh, loving Ohio State. <laughs> I don't see. I grew up in Upper Arlington, Ohio, and Woody Hayes used to come to our high school before he died because I we were right near there. Woody Hayes and all all the coaches except for Urban Meyer, you know, the most recent coaches at Ohio State lived in Upper mm-hmm. Arlington because it was the closest to Ohio State, and um, 
And so, you know, Ohio State was shoved down our throats. Well, I'm not an Ohio State fan, even though I grew up in Upper <laughs> Arlington. I, I went to a small, uh, a small uh, 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 AAA uh, <laughs> uh, um, Division Three, Division Three uh, College, Wittenberg University, which is an excellent football school, by the way, for Division Three. It's got, it still has one of the winningest uh, records of all all football teams in the nation. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm a Wittenberg Tiger, but I did take three classes at Ohio State. So I do have an Ohio State transcript, but I've never been really big on Ohio State, to tell you the truth. <laughs> some, of my, some of my friends from, from Upper Arlington are going to hear this, you know, but it was, it was just constantly shoved down our, our throats. And we would have student teachers who are Ohio State football players. We would have, you know, it was, it, we had to play the Ohio State fight song at, at you know when I was in band in 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 middle school in junior high you know we had to learn we had to learn across the field we had to learn all the Buckeye songs you know everything Ohio, Ohio State Ohio State so I've I've kind of fought it over the years but I did I did at Kenny's request and I still need to get this to him get him an Ohio State Buckeye shirt for him to wear in Columbus <laughs> so whether it gets to him in time or not is another story but yeah, he did request he did request that uh, before I left Ohio. <laughs> so. uh, one thing, one really uh, little detail that I don't think a lot of people recognize that uh, this concert that he was in Seattle that I loved was, you know, he was wearing a Seahawks, a Seahawks tank top, basically like in Seahawks colors in the in the blue right. and the green. Uh-huh. I love that. You know, you, you first of all, you know, Dan and Shay, they came out wearing a Seahawks jersey, and I'm just like, okay, that's kind of like kissing ass when you don't really need to. Right. But uh, the fact that Kenny just came out in Seahawks colors, that's even better. Did not have to wear a Seahawks jersey or Seahawks gear to uh-huh. to put out the Seahawks colors. But I love the fact that he decided to come out like that. And again, this was, you know, the fact that he comes out at 8:45. Right. And the concert ends at 11 o'clock and he's out there for uh, basically almost two and a half hours performing. Right. That says so much about Kenny that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I, I feel I again, I just feel incredibly blessed that I got to watch almost two and a half hours of Kenny performing. And the fact that I got to enjoy it with so many other people who were who have been touched by Kenny's music and uh you know, again, uh, Kenny, Kenny means a lot to me, you know, as, a, as just a fan perspective. And I really wish I could have gotten backstage passes because I would have loved to have met him and yeah, actually, yeah. and actually told him this in person because, um, you know, it, it takes, a, it, it's not easy to talk about, you know, going through that depression. It's not easy to, to actually admit to people that, you know, Hey, there was once a time in my life where, I thought about committing suicide. It's not very yeah. easy, but no, it's not. It's not. But to tell the person who basically helped you out of that depression and helped you realize that life is worth living for, uh-huh. that's an even that's such an incredible that would be such an incredible moment to me. And like I said, you know, I got a high five from Kenny when he was uh, at the beginning at the beginning of the performance. Yeah. I got a high five from him. Uh-huh. And that made that made my whole night because I was just like, please just let me get a high five from Kenny. Because <laughs> uh, at the beginning of the concert, when Carly was performing, I blew her a kiss and she blew one right at me. And I'm just, and the guy uh-huh. next to me, he goes like this. He's like, you lucky bastard. And I'm just like, 
I'm just like, hey, it's 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 what I do. I just have that charm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I got a high five from Ken. I got a, uh, a, a a high five from Kenny, and I got one from uh, Shay. <laughs> I got one from Shay as well. Or yeah, no, I got one. Yeah. I got one from Dan because uh, I think Dan's the one with the long hair. He's the one with the yes. Uh huh. Yeah, I got a high five from him. He actually hurt my hand. He smacked it really hard. <laughs> well, they just get the adrenaline. They're just like, you know, hey, down I, the line, I'm, you fine. Know? I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with the adrenaline getting uh, yeah, yeah. getting up like that. And I and I need to add something. I'm actually wearing my No Shoes uh, Nation uh, shirt that they that No Shoes Nation replaced right now. Uh-huh. And I need to say this. Uh, it's like wearing a cloud. It's so soft. The T-shirt yes, is Kenny so soft. Yes, Kenny has partnered with uh, some really good companies this this time, this tour uh, on the T-shirts. You know, he's he's working with a couple of, uh, of uh, partnerships. Uh, some of it's using like the recycled bottles and everything with the No Shoes reefs and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and you know, of course, they have the uh, No Shoes um, uh, flip flops now. Uh, with that made from the recycled material but he he likes the softer stuff and and i had bought one of the tank tops at the show too and i'm like this is really incredible because a lot of <laughs> you know a lot of concert t-shirts you know they're the old stiff stuff until you really break them down and wear yeah them. I, I, I don't like yeah. that yeah so he he, um, he he uh he really uh he really got some good uh merchandisers this year using the uh, softer uh fabrics and everything and then you know everything that he's doing you know for the environment for no she's reefs for the oceans and everything i think he's really making an effort to really partner with people and do a little bit of sustainability type stuff and i think that's really wonderful too that's another another thing that i really love about him is 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 that he's he is trying to do that definitely you know, th- th- there was only one thing that bothered me about uh, the night of the concert. It was it had nothing to do with the concert, but I saw uh, a Twitter account that was posting a lot of really hateful things about Kenny Chesney because she didn't. I, I think she just didn't like him per se, huh. but she was she was saying a lot of really insensitive things, like saying of how it's a it's a MAGA concert, how it's a GP a GOP uh, tour or whatever, and saying. You know, it's 10 o'clock at night. You know, I'm trying to sleep. And, you know, I actually kind of was just laughing at it because I'm just like, well, I guess good vibes does is just not with you because <laughs> I, I, I have yeah. news for I have news for everybody out there. Country music uh-huh. has nothing. Country music has nothing to do with politics. None, nothing of, hardly any hardly any of these country artists. Will uh-huh. ever will ever come out and show support for one particular candidate. I know I that's the that's one of the things that I love about Kenny so much is he stays out of stuff like that. He does and he's not one of the most open minded people when it comes to that. I, I can tell you that uh, he really is. He really is. I learned yeah. that he's that he thinks just like me. He looks at everything from both perspectives and he gives his own take on it. And I love that's why I love Kenny so much is because he is a independent thinker and he is of his own mind. And he's I, definitely of his own mind, his own opinions and, and his own person. That's for sure. And again, you know, I would love to say this. If I could, if I could actually speak to Kenny right now uh-huh. and I would actually say this, first of all, Kenny, I love you so much because of everything <laughs> you've done for me. Uh-huh. But I hope that he comes back out here to Seattle for like a week and for like two days, invite <laughs> invite me out to a to a yacht on lake washington and i would just want to party with him because i feel like 
he knows exactly he knows exactly how to how to live it up yeah yeah uh he yeah he does love his water and he does love his cruises and and all that stuff so you know you know maybe he'll hear this maybe maybe this will happen you know you never know what's gonna happen (laughs) you know i i and here's the thing i don't need to party with kenny to do it like i just if i was to just go out and you know have a couple beers with him have dinner with him you know that's Uh that's perfect like i don't and I'm not going to, and if I was to meet Kenny Chesney, you know, I would get like starstruck just a little bit at the beginning, but uh-huh. I'm not going to treat Kenny like, like a celebrity. I'm going to treat him like I treat my friends. I'm going to treat him it's with so much respect. The least celebrity celebrity that there is out there. <laughs> I, yeah, that I, I can under. I, and Jason I, Aldean is the same way too. Jason Aldean is actually, cause I do, do know Jason as well. Jason is probably the second most non-celebrity celebrity that is out there. I love that. I love that. You know, they're Kenny's real just people. Li- they are real. Yeah, true, I love how Kenny's people. just, I love how Kenny is just like that. And he, again, he lives life to the fullest every single day. And when he comes out to perform, especially uh-huh. like like what he did in Seattle. He does it with so much gusto, so much adrenaline and so much fun. He, he puts was, everything he has in every fiber into his soul, every strength, every good vibe that is sent to him. He was having right so much fun yes. this past Saturday in Seattle. Oh, I yes. can tell he was having the time of his life. Yes, yes. And and I know in Nashville he was a little overwhelmed, but he still put on a fantastic performance. You could tell that it was it, you could tell that he was just he was just overwhelmed to be in his home state doing this. So I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well that's that's really fantastic. You know, the only time that I have ever been starstruck and it wasn't it wasn't like meeting Kenny or 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 Jason or any you know artist. It was actually um, meeting my childhood hero, who was uh, George Foster, who played for the Cincinnati Reds in the seventies. I would the, feel the same. I would feel the same way, way if I've ever been. Only time <laughs> I've ever been speechless was meeting George Foster. I think um, I would be that same way if I met my hero Ken Griffey Jr. Because I think I I would I would yeah. be. I would be beyond starstruck because, you know, <laughs> there's so many there's so many uh, childhood idols that I that I grew up loving. You know, yeah, being uh-huh. being a kid being a kid who grew who was born literally two months into 1990. So I can officially say that I am the most 90s of 90s babies. Okay, but but growing up on Ken Griffey Jr., uh, Michael Jordan, and all those cool dudes, you know, I have so many you know idols to look up to. But right. there was really nobody that I could look up to in the music industry. And uh-huh. Kenny was Kenny is actually the first and only person in the music industry that I that I truly did look up to. And, you know, I it it came when I was 28 years old. And but it doesn't matter. It's still someone that I look up to and and respect so much because of, you know, not only what he did and not only how he helped me get through <laughs> perhaps the darkest moment of my life, but it's just his his attitude towards life is the best way to live your uh-huh. life and and i just i can't say enough good things about kenny i can't say enough good things about kenny either i mean he's 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 just one of the most amazing people that i have ever met in my life and um to know him is to really know him and you know um uh, not through like his his management not through his you know the people that pretend like they know him 
but to really actually know Kenny Chesney is, is, is absolutely amazing because he is the most humble, sweet, wonderful man out there. And he really cares about um, his fans. He really cares about delivering the best performances he can and getting the best music out to the people and making a real difference and spreading the love uh, to everyone out there. And that's really how he is. He's not one of these starstruck people. He, you know, he's, he, you know, he has heroes and everything, but, you know, he's not someone who, who just wants to be around celebrities or anything or wants this fancy lifestyle. He just wants to be who he is, do, do what he loves, which is to make the music and to get out there with the fans and to live his life to its fullest. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's unbelievable of how, you know, I, I wouldn't believe of just how many lives he's really changed. But then again, I think in my head, you know, you just have to listen to his music and then you really do believe that, um, you know, it's, it's not surprising of how many lives he really has changed through his music and the influence that he has on others as well. And, you know, again, we just, I can't say enough good things about Kenny because (laughs) it's, it's, I know I'm kind of like fangirling right here. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. But, uh, you know, it's, I think this is actually, uh, you know, uh, a type of fangirling that a lot of people don't see. This is coming from a fan who I'm, I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of, uh, Kenny for just his music because there's a whole different reason why I'm a fan of Kenny because not just because of his music, but again, how many people can actually say that a country, a country uh, music artist like Kenny Chesney uh, basically helped and saved someone's life because uh-huh. of the because of the music that they sing, because of the message that they put into their music and because of the message that they send to their fans with the music. And I don't think you can. I don't know. I don't know if you can find a lot of people who can say that. Right. And, you know, I'm not going to brag, but, you know, if I'm if I'm one of the lucky few, Mm -hmm. then I'm glad because, you know, Kenny deserves to know exactly, you know, how I really feel about him, because, again, it's, you know, I there's been several people in my life that I consider who truly did save my life. And he's one of them. He is one of the people who saved my life, who helped me through just an absolute dark, dark moment in my life. And I'm never going to forget it because it's, you know, there's, you know, someone could save me from, you know, a bus on, uh, on, on oncoming traffic. And I'm just going to be like, I'm never going to forget this. And I don't forget it, but there's a complete, I think there's a complete difference between saving someone from an accidental death and then saving someone from themselves. That is exactly what Kenny did for me. He not only saved my life, but he saved me from my own self. Right. You know, I'm, (laughs) I'm not even going to lie. I'm trying to hold back the tears. I'm really trying to hold back tears because uh, talking about it is very emotional because again, you know, it, it, for, for most people who deal with bipolar depression, it's not, it's not an easy thing to, uh, sorry, it's, it's, it's not an, it's not an easy thing to talk about. It really is not an easy thing to talk about because, um, 
for me personally, I was ashamed. I, I was I was truly ashamed that I suffered through it. And, you know, I the, my mom, she's uh, been nothing but supportive for the last few years because she even apologized to me because there was uh, at one point I came out and told her that, you know, hey, I'm I'm very depressed. And she played it off as, you know, you're not depressed. You're ju- you're just you're just not happy. And I think that was a big mistake that she admit that that was a mistake. But, you know, for for me to actually tell this story, it, like I said, I've, I'm holding back so many tears because, again, it's it's very emotional to talk about. And it, but it's uh-huh. also something that needs to be discussed because um, I don't think bipolar depression or mental health is talked about enough in this country. No, it's not as of right now. And, um, you know. I I've known, I've known a lot of people in the military and I've had to go to funerals because I've, I've had to hear the, the, uh, you know, the, the, I've either had to see a Facebook post or I've had to get text messages saying, you know, this person killed themselves. And that's exactly what happened. Also in 2008, my battle buddy from, uh, from basic training out in Fort Benning, I, I came to find out that he did commit suicide and that, that hurt me even worse because, uh, I stayed in contact with him for so long, uh-huh. but um, no, Kenny, Kenny's done more for me than I think he will ever do for any other fan. Because again, um, uh, and, and this is, this is something that I find very funny that I can actually laugh about. So oh. you're talking to someone who every time he goes to a sporting event, it doesn't matter if the team wins or loses. I have so much fun at games. I enjoy myself every time I go because it's an opportunity for me to get away from all the BS that happens on whether it's on social media or in real life and just let go for uh, just a couple hours. But with but what happened on Saturday was not only could I get away from the world for over eight hours, Uh but I don't think I have ever had that much fun being around that many people. And <laughs> singing all of these incredible songs yes, with, I kind with of no shoes, yeah. with no shoes, nation that made uh-huh. it. I, it's it's going to be very hard to top that night because I mean, and you're also talking to a Mariners fan who hasn't been in the playoffs in 20 years. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, think uh, the Reds have been there for a while. I mean, I'm a Reds fan. <laughs> you guys, you guys went there a couple of years ago, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm also a Red Sox fan too. I, I I I got a funny Red Sox story to tell you real quickly. Okay, I, I love it. The World Series a couple of years ago, and I see this guy in the outfield. I see this name Benintendi. And I'm like, <laughs> I know that name. I know that name because it's a very unusual name. So I go and I look up, look him up on the Red Sox team. I said, Oh my God, his father Chris and his uncle Bob lived in my dorm in college. They were Delta Six, and I knew his father and his uncle in college. Wow, <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, because it's an unusual name, and it's like, wow, you know. <laughs> that is that's absolutely insane. So, uh, I've got a I've got a so one of the things that I also uh, that me and Heather that we connect well, and I think that we are basically meant for each other. And I, uh-huh. and, and I told myself, you know, when I met her, I don't know if she'll ever hear this podcast, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. I told myself when I met her that this is going to be the woman that I marry. And oh, wow. uh-huh. because 
you know, she's just like me, you know, she's, she's a complete sports nut. And, you know, again, the other night she was not in the best of moods, but I, uh, you know, instead of watching the concert, I went to go help her and I did, and I think I did a good job at helping her and I'm still going to help her no matter what, but you know, it's, you know, I, I told myself that I would never, ever leave her side no matter what. And it's, uh-huh. I and, feel that way about my husband. My husband and I, uh, there is a closeness with him, a connection that is just the most amazing thing in the world. And, and we've had to endure some separation. But you're clo- so close in heart that uh, y- you just know. You just know. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. again, we're not official yet. We're not technically boyfriend and girlfriend, but I think that we'll, we will get there. The bad news is the bad part is, is that um, I don't know if you watched the home run derby the other night, um, but I had a I had a bracket. And the funny thing was, is that I put Albert Pujols to beat Kyle Schwarber and it was a long shot. So I won it. But I had Julio Rodriguez beating uh, Juan Soto. And when Juan Soto beat him, I'm just like, dang it, he just cost me one hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> And oh, I'm not going to lie. I knew exactly what I was going to spend. I was actually going to go out and spend six grand right away. Uh-huh. And I knew exactly what I was going to buy. I'm buy. I was going to buy Heather a ring. I, I was, was going to say that that was, that was going to be, it was going to be the purchase. <laughs> <laughs> I but say. I, and, and I know what she wants. She's even told me because I, we've discussed this a bunch of times. She wants a Vera Wang style. So I would go out and buy her a Vera Wang. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that I had a college college room, uh, not a high school, a junior high and high school uh, friend who uh, whose husband used to be the head of Macy's, and Vera oh, wow. Wang. He designed her Vera Wang gown, and she went to the fittings with a blindfold on, so she did not see the dress that her husband, who was the CEO of Macy's, made for her until she put it on on her wedding day. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I gotta, I gotta admit, I've, I've been very fortunate in my life to have known so many amazing people and, uh, and, um, you know, it's just the connections that you, that you meet with people and how you connect people. And that's something I've always done, like with my photography and running photography mentorships and, and uh, just on like social media is connecting people. And when I saw your post the other night and you were talking about how much Kenny touched you, it brought tears to my eyes. I'm literally sitting here with tears running down my face going, you know, Kenny's got to hear this. He's got this. I mean, it's like three o'clock in the morning. I saw this because I was, <laughs> I was I was up. I woke up. And so I took Instagram and here is your post, you know, because I follow, you know, the here and now tour posts and everything and no she's nation post. And I'm like three o'clock in the morning, just tears running down my eyes. It's like, I got to get I got to get this message to Kenny. I've got to find a way for Kenny to see this, you know, because I know that there's, you know, you like you don't do it on his verified account because he's not going to see it. He's not going to see it. You yeah. know? <laughs> so I'm like, I've got to get this message to Kenny somehow. I'm like three o'clock in the morning. I'm just laying here in bed and my I just tears running down my face. It's like, I've got to let Kenny know about this guy. <laughs> 
So, and then, and then, you know, I dropped you the note and everything and, and it was really good to hear, you know, hear from you, you know, and to be able to do this podcast and talk to you about it too. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I've had fun talking about this because again, you know, it's, it's something that should be talked about. You know, I'm not, when I first posted that, I was not expecting any, (laughs) uh, I was not expecting anybody to, to reach out to me. I wasn't expecting, um, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want sympathy. I didn't want any, like, like I did not want attention or anything. Like people think that I'm an, I'm an attention seeker. I used to be an attention seeker, but I stopped doing that because I'm not, I don't want to be one of those people that are, that, that seeks attention all the time. But all I did was when I decided to post that all the, the only thing that I wanted to do was just get a message to Kenny and that's it. And Yeah. You know, if something and something else came out of it, which I'm even more thankful because I get to co- I get to come on the podcast and talk talk about it with you. <laughs> right, right. And it and it, I think it's very therapeutic sometimes when you when you do find people that you can talk to about about stuff and and everything. Uh, I have a question for you. You served in the, you served in the military. Um, I did. I, I got hurt in basic actually. Oh, uh, okay. Well, but uh, being an army brat and being around uh, the military for so long, I know so many people. Oh, OK. OK. I just I just, you know, uh, was just just wondering about that. Uh, um, my uh, I my mom was married four times. My father was my late father was a Lutheran minister. My, he ministered to people, you know, during Vietnam era and everything. And I read. Mm-hmm. Um, but my three of uh, my three step I had three stepfathers. Two were in the <laughs> army. One was a medical officer, and then the other one was in the Air Force, and then he later he later became a radiologist. So, <laughs> so that's my military experience. <laughs> that's a hell of a that's a hell of a step to go from the United States Army to a radiologist. No, he was the the one that became the radiologist. Uh, he 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 was in the Air Force first first, and he was a pilot. Mm-hmm. And then he went back to go to medical school. Uh, he went to medical school. I, I, I don't I can't remember. He was from Iowa. I can't remember if he went undergrad at University of Iowa and then medical school at John Hopkins or it was the other way around. <laughs> that was my last stepfather. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, we had we, you know, um, uh, that, so that's that's kind of my experience. And then great uncles and stuff, you know, had served and everything. But uh, my own father was was uh, a Lutheran minister and he uh, ministered to a lot of people during the Vietnam era. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. My grandfather yeah. Uh, served in Vietnam from 68 to 69. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> see, I'm old enough to be your mom because you're you're actually older <laughs> than my daughter. So. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm right around Kenny's age, so. <laughs> well, my mom, my mom's the same age as Kenny as well. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually three years older than Kenny, so. <laughs> but close enough. We were in college and high school at the same time, so <laughs> we can relate to each other. You know, probably you if I'd met him if I'd met him in college, I probably would have talked to him. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would have been a senior. He would have been a freshman, but you know, I probably would have. I would have probably given him the time of day, you know. Oh yeah. And his fraternity and my sorority probably would have had a par- parties together. And actually, his fraternity moved into our old sorority house 
Oh, really? <laughs> after our, they disbanded our chapter. So, you know, uh, the two, the sorority and the, the fraternity are forever connected, you know, at least at Wittenberg University. So, and they were right across the street from each other originally. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I kind of can relate to that. I, 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 one of the first songs that I joked, I was joking with him, I sang him one of the sorority songs about Lamb Bacais, and it was not, it was kind of a, <laughs> Tongue in cheek type song to him. <laughs> like, never trust a lamb bakai, you know? That's hilarious. So, yeah, yeah. I kind of teased him about that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's got, he's a good guy. He's a really good sense of humor. And I think that he's going to be really honored to hear this story from you. And, um, you know, of course, with you being a sports person, too, you know how much Kenny loves sports. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know exactly. Uh, <laughs> Kenny yeah. is definitely a big sports guy. And uh, that's, you know, that's another thing that I love about Kenny is uh, he's big into sports. You know, he's oh, yeah. but, you know, to hear that he's not one of those celebrity celebrities is the best thing that I could have ever heard. He's uh, you ever say, Beth, because I, I love the fact that Kenny is just his own person and he's not like I knew Kenny is not about all the he's not about the fame. He doesn't he he loves the fame, but he's not about the fame at the same time. Right. But he's right. just the most humble person that you could have ever met uh, who is a celebrity. But at the same time, he doesn't care if he's a celebrity. And that's what that's why I've been on his case about cleaning up his Instagram, because it looks like he's a model and celebrity obsessed person. And uh, and his ex is his ex. I mean, she is his ex. She wow. is out of his life, you know. And uh, unfortunately, his social media guy doesn't seem to want to, to do that and uh, is uh, entertaining what she all this mayhem that she's causing. And um, she's. And so uh, we we did get some success in getting it cleaned up where women could could where we got we're getting rid of the imposters. And I know that his management has been working on that too, getting rid of the imposters, because if you were a female and you and you liked any of his posts on his official account, you would get inundated with imposters. Oh, no, 100 percent. I, I get yeah. the same. I get the same thing here on Instagram as well, because um you know, there's a couple celebrity, there's a couple, uh, Instagram, uh, social media influencers that I follow. And there's a couple, you know, they're, they're female. And then you have these stupid bots come out of nowhere and start messaging you. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, I can tell you're an imposter. Yes. Yes. But you know, some of these women can't, and I have come across people who have actually, actually been scammed by the imposters. And so one of my things is I try to reach out and I try to educate people. And I had done a whole uh, episode on um, imposter accounts because I had actually liked something of Jason's. Jason had posted something for Mother's Day about his wife and his mother, and they're both amazing ladies. And so I just, uh, I had just commented you know with with five hearts because I, I agree with them they're wonderful ladies i had I was inundated with over a hundred jason imposters over oh the course of a couple weeks and of course i know him so i'm shutting them down left and right Good. i'm reporting them and i was telling you know i, I and and when i interview women you know about this we talk about the experience of being a woman on social media and the harassment that we all face so um, it's always refreshing when you meet good people on social media and you make those connections and then you all can kind of, you know, band together to get the get the scummy people out of there, you know, and off. And uh, exactly one of my goals is to get that cleaned up so that he does not look like he's celebrity and model obsessed. He's not, you know, um, 
he, he is just not that way. And um, I wanted his social media to be safe for women to comment on there and not be bombarded with stuff. And I want him to be able to grow it because it's not growing because so many people are afraid to interact with it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's the worst part about being on social media is you meet, is you see too much, you see too much toxic toxicity. Um, the, I think the worst thing, the worst social media outlet that has the most toxic human beings in the world is Twitter. Um, yeah, Twitter is look, here's the thing. I've been on Twitter for the last two years. I didn't want to go back on Twitter because, um, I know exactly what kind of people are on there, but the only reason I go on there is just because so that way I can comp- I can promote not just my sports podcast, but I can also promote my other podcasts as well. And... Yeah, see, I have it for some of the art stuff and everything, and I have it because my publishing company that I work with on the insurance side uh, has a Twitter account that I need to follow just to keep up with insurance stuff. But uh, I was I, I I I agree. It's 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 hor it's it's absolutely horrible. I mean. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like the the worst thing, the worst part about Twitter is that most some of these accounts are from like the new generation of young young adults and teenagers, right? And the jokes that they post on Twitter that they think is funny, and I'm just like, why do you think that this is funny? The worst that I've ever seen is, you know, these Twitter these young adults and teenagers they're making fun of 9/11, and I'm just like, why do you think that's funny? That's why do you fun. think that no. why do you think that's humorous and yeah you know look do i interact with these twitter the, with these tr- twitter trolls absolutely not i'm not going to interact with them because you know some of the things that they've said about me are just un- com- completely untrue but right. it's just i'm not going to give in to them and the funny thing is that i've seen a lot of these twitter trolls in person do they say the things that they say to me or they say about me on twitter to my face absolutely not do no, they think they can hide behind the, the behind 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 the uh, uh, you know what they say doesn't have any effect in the real world, you know. No, it's, it's... and and <laughs> to me they're just keyboard warriors, and it's funny because they'll say all this stuff on social media, but when it comes to saying it to someone's face, they don't have the courage to say it. I mean, be honest. I mean, I see a lot of these. I see a lot of, especially when it comes to UFC fighters, they will say the rudest things to them but i'm just like if you came face to face with that fighter you're not saying one thing (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) you gotta be careful you gotta be careful what you say to a fighter i've never met a ufc i really don't know very many ufc 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 fighters but i did meet james buster douglas right after he beat mike tyson in the early 90s when i was working at a uh at a brokerage firm Oh, and wow. so that's kind of my cool thing. I got to meet the heavyweight champ of the world at the time, you know, and he was a very nice, wonderful man, <laughs> to tell you the truth. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've met only one UFC fighter in person, and it was Frank Mir. Uh-huh. Um, and real nice guy. A lot of these people, a lot of these people think a lot of what these UFC fighters do in the press conference, they think it's they think it's real, but it's all for show. It's for entertainment. And right. you'd be surprised of just how these fighters are when they're out of the ring. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of them are just very nice, very nice people. So. The only one that I, the only one that I will say who is just the the exact opposite and who is just as obnoxious as he is out of the ring 
uh-huh. is uh, uh what is it logan paul or something <laughs> oh okay yeah i think i think i've heard that name yeah the paul brothers they're uh there's something else <laughs> <laughs> yes yes so oh that's really great i had one more thought i was gonna i was gonna share with you about kenny and i can't remember what it was <laughs> oh no old, old age setting in here <laughs> I'm the same way. There's there's some things that I want to bring up and then I just completely forget about it. Yes, yes. But, uh, you know, uh, what you said about, oh, it was, it, Kenny, Kenny is not a fan of social media, to tell you the truth. It's, it's a necessary evil as far as he's concerned. <laughs> That's good. I love, I love the fact that he thinks that. I mean, the only thing that I would that I would say about social media is I like Instagram and I like Facebook because I get to post photos on there and that's it. Um, I like Instagram and Facebook because I had come from the Google Plus photography community. Okay, And I was able to reconnect with my photography, um, photography, a lot of my photography people again on Instagram because, you know, it's, it's a great place to show your photography. And then um, it's also a good good place to share your podcast and share like your songwriting because I'm also a songwriter here too, and and an artist. I'm a little bit of everything. And um, then Facebook, I keep Facebook private, and that is I have photography friends on there, but it's mainly um, family and high school people and college people that I know. That's kind of you know my little support group. There you go. Yeah. But Instagram is really my main one and it's public. And as I said, oh, I know what it was. It's about YouTube because you were talking about YouTube. I got mm-hmm. a story for YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. It's under Bethy Ackerman, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Man. So if anybody's interested, but I just started it and it's got over 23,000 views on here. Oh, wow. Because where I've been, st- where I am here in Nashville, there's a bunch of deer up here. So I've been posting my dachshunds and deer videos, and I posted some of the Kenny Chesney videos that I took that night. I made sure not to infringe. Kenny probably wouldn't mind if I had a little bit of his music in, but I kind of, you know, the 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 other moments, you know, like when he's talking about love and and stuff like that, you know, that I had posted up there when he was coming on stage. And uh, they got quite a few views, you know, there. But the funny thing is, is that of the 23,000 views, all the top 12 videos, with the exception of the last one, last one that got over a thousand views are deer and dachshund. And then there's Kenny. (laughs) So deer and dachshund videos are more popular than Kenny Chesney on YouTube. Wow. That's, uh, (laughs) that is, that is the most interesting thing I would ever hear. I even sent him the the uh, I even sent him the screenshot that I took because I just started <laughs> this YouTube on on, on June twenty sixth, and I've already gotten twenty three thousand views and most and it's deer, it's it started a little bit with Kenny, but then the deer and the dachshund videos have overtaken Kenny like crazy. That is insane. Now if we could get the deer dancing to maybe Kenny's music or something, can... <laughs> that's a viral video. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll have to work with these deer. Uh, <laughs> <they're> <laughs> pretty docile. Maybe I could get them. Hey, Apple. There's a couple that know Apple. I, I've re- named one here, Sweet Pea. And oh, that's nice. Yeah, she's real sweet. She's just darling, and she's very docile. So my the uh, lady that uh, that owns the house that I rent from, she um, has apples, and she'll say apples to the deer, and she'll leave out apples. So maybe I can get, you know, maybe we can lure them with apple and get some Kenny playing in the background, and somehow 
do some kind of viral <laughs> dear Kenny vi- video that we could get a hundred thousand views and then get some kind of sponsorship or something. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that that's the truth. Uh, white-tailed deer videos from Tennessee are more popular than Kenny Chesney on YouTube. Insane. So anyway, I have really, really, truly 100% enjoyed talking to you, Mike. I, 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 I so appreciate you, you uh, your story. I appreciate <laughs> you bringing me on here. And I've, and I've loved uh, sharing this story with you and I've uh, enjoyed uh, chatting with you for over an hour. Oh I mean, yeah. <laughs> here, here in uh, two hours, BS commentaries were, were uh, going live on YouTube with um, our second day in a row uh, live stream podcast. We, because uh, last night we did uh, a movie of my choice because uh, uh-huh. my co-host, he chose the uh, the previous. Well, technically, he chose the the first of the two movies that we watched, but we had to watch the sequel. Uh-huh. Um, so last night I chose the movie of Heartbreak Ridge with uh, Clint Eastwood. I don't know okay. if you've ever seen it. I know. I know it. I don't think I've, I've seen it all the way through, though. Uh, terrific uh, military marine film. Um, uh-huh. I love It's, in my opinion, his most underrated film of all time. But um Tonight I am teaming up with a with a podcast called Excuse the Intermission, and we are starting a six week uh, collaboration where we are going to be doing the Star Wars movies. Ooh, I just recently watched the Obi Wan Kenobi um, series. That show was absolutely insane, and the finale it brought tears to my eyes. That was a really good one, and I really like the Boba Fett one too. I didn't really care for Boba Fett that much. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I kind of, li- I kind of, I kind of liked it, you know. But, but I will admit, you know, the Obi Wan Kenobi was much more, you know, because you knew those characters more. But the Boba Fett was kind of interesting because it was a totally different type of, of of story, because nobody knew much about Boba Fett before, you know. Exactly. Yeah, so they could they could do all this other stuff. I I kind of liked, you know, how they made the Sand People human, you know. Yeah, yeah pretty in the, much. In the original Star Wars movies, you know, they were these horrible people, and then to see that, you know, that, you know, that they really had a society and everything was kind of impressive. And I always liked Jawas. I was, uh, I'm going to wrap up here in a minute, but, but um, when Star Wars, the original Star Wars came out, I was in sixth grade, and um, I loved Jawas, and I was already five foot tall at the time, <laughs> and I dressed up <laughs> as a Jawa for 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 Halloween that year. <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah, and my sister was, my younger sister is four years young, younger than I am. She dressed up as R2-D2, and my stepfather made this costume out of a box, and poor Heather was dressed as R2-D2, and she couldn't step up on the curb, and she fell over at one point, and my stepsister and I, Diana, and I were sitting there just laughing our heads off, because Heather can't get up, these Heather's oh lying on the ground, <laughs> on the curb, and I don't think I've ever been forgiven for that, because my sister and I don't talk anymore, because I, I, I must, because between, between leaving her on the curb dressed as R2-D2, and when she uh, uh, fell off the bike onto the t- hood of a, a parked car, and we're sitting up at the top of the street laughing at her, uh, uh, I think, I think I've done myself, did myself in for life as far as she was concerned. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if it makes you feel any better, my, my life was already cursed to when I was born because I'm a ginger. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I had a lot of red hair. As you, uh, when, my hair used to be a lot more red. Now it, now it's going gray. But uh, but yeah, you you, are, you do. I, I've, I have been teased before because of my mm-hmm. hair. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I know where you're Blame South Park. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. <laughs> so, well, Mike, I truly appreciated talking to you. This has been such an incredibly fun interview. And I will let you know as soon as I get it posted here in a little bit. And then you can share it and I'm going to share it. And uh, people could check out your other two podcasts. Yeah, um, if everybody is uh, curious about it. So uh, the first podcast is Seattle Sports Diaries. We're on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Uh, and then, of course, the, uh, the second podcast, like I said, is BS Commentaries, our movie commentary podcast, which is also on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. I mean, I've uh, been doing the movie commentary podcast now since, uh, I think, early February. Okay. I believe it's, I believe it's early February. And uh, as of this moment, we have 23 subscribers it's awesome oh that's great yeah <laughs> um still working on still working on the sports channel uh subscriptions because uh we're nearing 500 subscribers i think we're that's about really 30 away uh-huh which would be amazing uh we're the goal is to get to a thousand subscribers because we want to be able to uh get a media pass from sports teams to where we can actually go to the sporting event and make even more content. That would be, that would be really incredible. So everybody who's listening, you know, subscribe to Mike's Mike sports podcast here. And, uh, and I want to thank you so much for, for talking with talking to me, Mike. I appreciate it, Beth. Um, thank you so much for having me on. And I'm not going to lie. This is the, uh, this is actually the second podcast I've ever been on. Um, uh-huh. That is not mine. <laughs> well i i don't think i've been on somebody's podcast yet uh, the, the closest thing i did may, maybe was uh being interviewed for no shoes radio oh there so, you go yeah <laughs> well um i really do hope that uh kenny does get this message uh, i hope he hears about uh the story that i told um uh-huh. and i hope no shoes nation uh enjoys the story that uh i've been telling about how he saved my life i really hope yeah so. Well, I'm going to do my best to get it out there and get my and do my best to get it to Kenny. I really appreciate that, Beth. Okay, thank you, Mike. No problem. Uh-huh.